When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. I'm over here dying so I didn't get water. Oh, man. That, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. I'm usually well, always prepared and didn't bring water. Just get water before starting yeah. Well, it's been a long weekend for me, personally, and... Uh, you don't have water, and neither one of us wants to talk about the teams on this list. So, is this one of those ones where we shoot for an hour? Ooh, maybe less. Even better. All right, so let's <laughs> get into it. We don't got no time to waste. Kirk Ferentz, this is how it's starting, and I won't, I'll elaborate on this later because we're going to try to be under an hour. Kirk Ferentz doesn't believe in staff changes. And this is not me saying that. Did he say he that? said that. He came out. He and said, said it? yes. And in an interview, he said, I can't remember the name of the coach, but the coach that was there before him, he said, in my nine years working for this coach or whoever, nobody got fired. I don't believe in firing staff. This cool. man is running the biggest grift possible. Like this, like. He legit said, I don't believe in upgrading. Yeah. Fine. Yes, yes, That's yes, fine. yes, 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 yes. That's fine. But exactly. Iowa, just know, you will be terrible this upcoming future because two teams that are better than you offensively and can become better than you defensively are being added to your conference and you're definitely losing not conference but uh whatever yeah conference and then you're uh losing uh divisions or whatever yep it's gonna be it's gonna be very bad and he don't want to give it they gotta fire him they have to they gotta fire him and he's older, so maybe I don't know how it works, but I know sometimes in the in the in the business world you can um his wife force people to retire. How predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the exact quote so y'all don't think I'm lying. And Google didn't have it. Uh but I know I saw it all of that the can't time. but he he not even old, so it doesn't even make sense to be like I don't believe in firing people. Like you're 67, you should you you definitely believe in firing people. Like, oh god, where's it at? I have to I have to find it. Oh my god, this is gonna make you this is gonna make you laugh. Kirk Ferentz's references the Steelers not firing coaches and coordinators. What? No, hold on. Yes, he did. See, yes, hold he on. Did. No, because that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. We have been successful with our coaches. That is why. 
we've been playoff at least with the with the coach we have now, we haven't had a losing record since he's been there. Haven't had one. Bill Cowher made the playoffs almost every year. Ain't won a Super Bowl and attended two, I believe. Made it to two, won one. Mike Tomlin's been to two and won one, if not three. At least I've seen, no, I've been alive for three Super Bowl appearances. So Mike Tomlin's been to two, won one. We've definitely fired coordinators. <laughs> we fired coordinators. We got rid of what's the name? Um, the defensive coordinator, I can't think of his name, but he was there for so long. I love him. Can't think of his name though. But uh, we got rid of him after it was too late. It was too late, but we got rid of him eventually. We get rid of offensive coordinators. I don't. I don't. He's just. He's just making up stuff. Yeah, basically. To save an argument that makes no sense. That makes. And so then, not only that, not only that, for some odd reason, Mike Tomlin's been on the hot seat almost every year. Whoa. At least, at least Whoa. in the media, not to not to the Steelers, but in the media, he's been on the hot seat every year. Even though uh, he doesn't have, a, he doesn't lose. I mean, he loses, but you know what I mean. You know, I I don't know that I would say for some reason. I think we know what the reason is. Of course. Um, oh, okay. I found it. Here it is. As I, th- I want y'all to understand, this is word for word. As I stand here today, I anticipate no changes to our staff moving forward. That's my plan. Certainly, I think we have a terrific staff, and I thought they did a great job last year in tough circumstances and navigated us through some big challenges. What? Hold on. I thought our guys coached us at a high level. He had one of the worst offenses I've ever seen, seen in my life. How many schools are there in the country? 131. You lying bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said he did he did a great come on. Cool. Cool. He said we've got the right coaches in place. History has proven that. We've seen success with what? this coaching staff and plan on moving forward. I think we're primed to have a good year. What do we what do we consider success? P- playing in the uh Big Ten championship game once? Uh must be. Must be. So this article didn't put in the quote about uh, nobody else being fired. And I think people are trying to scrub that. I definitely see it. He said, this is what he said about, I'm reading all of these quotes because I have to. And then we can move on. Kurt Ferentz on retaining Brian as OC. It's not going to look radically different. I think we've been consistent in our approach for 24 years. The things I'm focused on is the points is on is the points. We've had years like this. It's not much fun, but I'm optimistic. Years like this. Yeah. This is multiple. all I've known you to be. Yep. I think we've taken steps already in terms of addressing our problems. It's going to help us to have a more veteran line and outside. Having two tight ends that are good football players will help us outside. I think we have a pretty good quarterback. We have the right coaches in place. I already said that one. Yeah. Um, we have a pretty good quarterback. They got Cade McNamara from Michigan, who's not a pretty good quarterback. Maybe better what they had. Maybe better than what they had last year. But eh. the only reason why. Minnesota's quarterback threw for less yards is because of injuries. Multiple injuries. Multiple <laughs> and injuries. And he still if, had more touchdowns. If I, By far. But if I'm... He almost if, doubled him. 
Nah, just about. But if I have, and then five touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, you're literally yeah. one to one. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I just. Yep. And he's been he was healthy all year, <laughs> bro. All right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a great yeah. line. That is yeah. that is the greatest. That's, that's just beautiful. I'm telling line. you, he's the greatest grifter of all times. Like this is a poker face right there. That's just that's straight BS. I know I'm not and, getting fired, and, so why should on. I fire anybody else? Because I know I'm not getting fired. I know the coaches work right, obviously, but they haven't started spring ball. So how can you even sit up there and say we've made the changes? And I'm confident you haven't seen the changes anywhere but on paper. Unless they're running illegal practices up there, which I know they're not, all your players are doing is lifting weights. You can't have practice. Like, their practice hasn't started. So what are you seeing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Sure, Kirk. <laughs> we're going to – we believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm going to save my anger for later on because we got a shorter show. We almost – I, I was but, about to be like, we could just skip the news, skip the playoffs, and go straight into talking about them. For real, for real. I, honestly, I – Okay. Like, that's like, okay. Dude, Let's talk about them, and then yeah, we'll come back to that. We can go back because, like, because right. yeah. like the, the quote is the quote is outrageous. <laughs> the quote outrageous. So, like, so when you say success, when he's saying success, technically, I guess so. I guess. I mean, because so. technically, technically, they've made one or two Big Ten champion Big Ten championship games, but they've gotten blown out in, in, in both, both of them. In both of them. And then you've played in bowl games. I guess you haven't had losing records, but that's just because your defense is just that spectacular. And because everyone else on the other side is worse than you every other year. Like some of those years was when Northwestern was doing their work good every other year. Some of those years you just capitalized on a bad Northwestern year or a bad Wisconsin year. And like you're not, it's not like you're like dominating these teams, or we know you could, you're going to win them coming into them. You're winning, you're winning by like a field goal, two Literally. points, one point. Like I'm, like I, these, we've had success. With you're this five before. and four, and you're de- in in the Big Ten. That's not successful. Mm-hmm. You were better last year. You lost to Ohio State and Michigan. And that was those, those teams are successful. Yeah. If that was the only teams you lost to, it's like, okay. All right. I get it. It's fine. What do we like? And the thing that keeps blowing me. You mean like is he keeps saying Vegas. history. What and history? My thing is the you're only history to learn I learn from your mistakes. You're right. sp- you're not supposed to repeat history. So if you're literally sitting here saying, Oh, history has proven us right. That first of all, that means you don't want anything better for your program than winning seven or eight games, making it to the Big Ten championship game once every maybe, four or five years, maybe, and then getting blown out, and then maybe winning your bowl game, maybe because if you run into a good offense, oh oh no, and I think they're one and one in their last two bowl games because they played Kentucky two years in a row, and I think they won one and lost one, and I, they they won the one last year. Yep, I'm pretty sure that they lost one the one the, um, the year before. Man, please. Um, I don't even. I I really don't. I'm really at a loss for words because it like the hubris, the nerve, the audacity. It's the audacity <laughs> to have a bro to have a quarterback to only throw for seventeen hundred yards. 
How was that possible? And play the entire season, I believe. He, I think they sat him for one game. So Why? he played 12 or 13 games. So he played the entire season. Yes. Literally. And threw for 1,700 yards. That is half a season's type of a type of uh, stats. This this is this is what this is what they believe is going to. They can't score. <laughs> this is what they believe is going to get. You should have put the kicker up here instead of the quarterback. Honestly, I I really shouldn't. So this is what they think is going to get better. First game, seven points. Second game, seven points. Third game, twenty seven points, but against Nevada. Fourth game, twenty seven points against Rutgers. Fifth game, fourteen. Sixth game, not uh, six. No, 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 six. Illinois had nine, six, and then they put ten against Ohio State. Then they had thirty-three, but it was against Northwestern. Yeah. Then they had twenty-four against uh, uh, Purdue. Twenty-four against Wisconsin. This is when people were like, "Oh, they, they figured it out." Yeah. Thirty-three, twenty-four, and twenty-four, and then they immediately went back to thirteen, seventeen, and then they scored twenty-one in the bowl game against Kentucky, who was playing without their quarterback. Bro, the running back has more touchdowns. Let me, let me, let me, because <laughs> it doesn't make for your team. For your team to usually your offense starts probably a positive to fifty yard line most of the time, especially last year. But this year, because your defense gets so many turnovers, and there's sometimes you don't come out with any points. There was a, I swear, I was watching them. They got an interception or it was a fumble. Iowa started the ball at like the twenty-three yard line, so pretty much looking at the red zone, came away with no points. That was Ohio State, wasn't it? No, that no. happened. I'm pretty sure that happened against Ohio State too. I'm sure they- it did, but that wasn't the game I was watching. You thought I was? Uh, you thought I tuned in to, and made and paid attention to Ohio State in Iowa? I don't know. It wasn't even on the screen. Oh God! Like I don't even think Ohio State showed up, and they still blew them out. Oh, it's, this is just so bad. This is so bad. Five touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah, five so. touchdowns. <laughs> Twelve games, and you only threw for five touchdowns. You didn't even throw a touchdown in every, every game. Every game. You didn't throw a touchdown in half of the games. No. <laughs> <laughs> And there was probably one or one or two of these games. There was probably at least one of these games where he had two touchdowns. So, so hold on. Now I actually have no, to look this no, up. no. I, have to I doubt it. Up. I doubt it because I promise you, in those games where it was thirty three, twenty four, and twenty seven, the defense scored. Hold on. And I think I the defense scored up. twice, or it was like a, a kick return for a touchdown, and then all they did was field goals. This man threw five touchdowns. That. I want y'all to understand his, that his, Morgan for Minnesota played, I want to say maybe 10, maybe nine games, nine touchdowns for 1,300 yards. He played a full season. That's, I'll double everything. Almost Especially because he played some of those games injured. Yeah, 3,000 yards, almost 3,000 yards and 18 touchdowns. You looking at it like, <laughs> bro? His so college does their QBR a little bit different, so it goes a little bit higher than NFL. His QBR was thirty one point three. I can understand a low. It number was one hundred and one hundred and fourteenth <laughs> in the country, and I don't know how it wasn't lower. Who the 
who who's the other seventeen quarterbacks? <laughs> I don't think we want to get into that. <laughs> I don't think we want to know. Okay. All right. So hold on. So one, two, three, four. And it's not like it's not like Iowa has a bad offensive line, good offensive line. Um. Okay, so he played in twelve games. This is these are his touchdowns. Zero, 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 two. I was right. He did throw two touchdowns in one of the games. One. So he had three touchdowns in two games back to back. That was probably his best point of the season. But we're 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 five games in. Yep. And then zero zero one zero one zero zero. He threw touchdowns in four out of his twelve games. He threw touch. I want to say that again because I need y'all to listen to me. He threw touchdowns in four out of his twelve games, and one third of his games he threw touchdowns. Just one third, just one third, and that's like you look at his numbers and you'd be like, "Oh, was he hurt?" No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had he had four games, four games where he threw for under a hundred yards. So for a third of the season, he didn't even crack a hundred yards pass. And and one of those games, the fifth game, he only threw for one oh nine. So we might as well count that. Cause if you average it all together in those five games, he would have averaged like sixty, sixty five yards. Does he have rushing touchdowns? Let me let me quit playing. Let me quit playing. <laughs> Somehow he somehow he has three. So together eight to, still doesn't have yeah. as many yeah. passing yeah. yards. As, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and there's nothing to fix. Here, 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 here is his history. Rushing. This is what history is showing us. This is history right here. Yeah. Technically, since, since since you want to talk about it, he got sacks thirty two times. His somehow he has three rushing touchdowns. But here are his rushing stats. Oh, oh, they're all QB sneaks. Oh, like the one yard line? Yeah, yep, because he had a rushing touchdown against Minnesota. His long was one rushing yard. QB sneak, that's a touchdown. And then the next game against Wisconsin, he had one yard long uh, touchdown. And then his third rushing touchdown, his long was three yards. So either that's a QB sneak or he just scrambled, <laughs> scrambled <laughs> for a touchdown. But that was against Northwestern, so it doesn't count. <laughs> like. It's Northwestern. So that means he probably got like 36 rushing yards total for the whole season. How many? 36. Are you without sacks? Oh. Because if we're including sacks, he's at a (laughs) negative 182. (laughs) (laughs) He's at, yeah. If we include sacks, he's at negative 182. So without sacks, without sacks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about sacks. Yeah, because all of these, all of his rushing stats include sacks. He had one. He had two games out of twelve where he ended with a positive rush number, and both of those games it was one rushing yard. So like, so like, again, the his, history has shown us what success. I don't. I don't yeah. understand this unless you're. You're only only focusing on your defense, and that's what you're talking about. Then fine, Must you be. have been half successful. But Must if you're be. but if you're half successful, you're not successful. So what are we what are we talking about? What are thing, we talking about? 
Literally, and the thing that I've been talking about this whole time and what really started this you need to fire your coaches is looking at the future. You have USC and UCLA coming in. That's before Luke Fickle and Matt Rule got hired. You have Jim Harbaugh won't go to the NFL because the NFL team, like, he's not leaving. (laughs) Ryan Day's still here. James Franklin is still a better coach than you, so he's still here. You like that you're losing divisions. You have all of these things. You need to get better. Like you can't focus on history because the history was in divisions where you were in by far the weakest division. Ain't it even win that every year? Yeah, struggling in that. Struggling. You could have easily been a dominant team if you had a competent offense. I mean, you're you're you're, because I want to just keep because we got to get through this. So I don't even want to talk talk this long. I mean, running back, seven hundred and seventy nine yards, six touchdowns. Which is, I mean, five yards per carry is not bad. That's pretty good. Hmm, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, <laughs> but you don't have a thousand yard rusher. It's crazy for an Iowa team that that it seems to be. Like, that can only run the ball. Yeah, you talk about you got a run <laughs> run game in a defense. Their best, their best pass catcher was their tight end, which shouldn't happen. Even, even, even. Well, that even, doesn't uh, surprise me in the slightest. Well, right, right. But even Travis Kelsey, who has an argument for the greatest tight end of all time, doesn't typically lead his lead his team. He may this year because they don't have a single wide receiver we can name. But in most years, he doesn't. And I'm not even convinced he does <laughs> I can this name year. Juju. Okay, <laughs> you can. I forgot Juju was on there. Okay, they have he one made- wide receiver that we can that we can name. <laughs> Who are the other ones? Um, um, I, I they have they have the one dude. Yeah, uh, there's a one dude who has two last names. Is there? Yeah, they have a dude that has. Oh, the dude from Green Bay, yeah. uh, 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 Valdez Scantley or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then they have the dude that they traded for from the Giants. Yeah, and then they uh, they got a. I think they got a rookie who just had a showout game in the last game. Did they? Unless I watched that game. Unless he's not a rookie, and then they got a. They do have a rookie running back, so that's probably <laughs> who I'm getting that. Getting yeah, that show with. yeah. Either way, uh, six hundred fifty-seven yards, one touchdown. Uh, one touchdown. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm just okay. Um, their total offense ranked 130. One touchdown. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He only threw for five. He only yeah. threw for five. He got. See? He had one fifth of his touchdowns. You know, he was doing something. <laughs> so he threw. He threw five. He threw five touchdowns to five different receivers. I, it had to be. It had to be. At least, you um, know, at least he's spreading them out. <laughs> um, total offense one thirty out of one thirty one. Total defense number two. What uh-huh. if you had a offense wait, that was eightieth? Eightieth. <laughs> My favorite stat: stop rate for defense. Number one, they stop people on 78.7% of drives. Incredible. They should be the best team in the <laughs> Big Ten. <laughs> they should be the best team in the Big Ten. Oh, period. my God. By this... far. Like, it shouldn't even be a question. If their team was 50th in offense, we'd be talking about Iowa is scary as hell. Cause like, literally. Literally. Like, it would just be it'd be so different. You don't even have to. No one's saying to be top 10. If you were 50th with this defense, you could win a championship. 
not just Big Ten, national. You'd be a favorite. But they're never going to do that. You would be a favorite. Everybody would be scared of you. Because like, last year, this year, Georgia's offense was decent. But last year, I'm pretty sure Georgia's offense was in like the 30s or the 40s. It was like 30s, 40s. Yeah, like this year great. it was like top ten, top fifteen. It was better, but last year it wasn't like spectacular. You don't. That's why people great. weren't sure that they could be Alabama because their offense wasn't that good. Mm-mm. But a team like, but again, <clears throat> if you, they this offense and bro, if they were top fifteen, oh my god, <laughs> crazy, crazy. So I don't want to talk about this no more. This is getting depressing. I'm just so I'm so upset. I don't know how nothing to change. How dare you? Well, here's here's why he's never. You know what's gonna to have to happen? The president's gonna to have to fire him, and he's, gonna have to, and he's gonna to have to fire the AD because the AD won't fire him because the AD is in cahoots yeah. because the AD is the reason why his son is on staff because his son quote unquote reports to the AD, which means the AD could fire him even. When without the head coach's approval because the head coach isn't his boss. It's the athletic director. Yeah. Quote unquote. Nah, Supposedly. They gotta everybody gotta go. That I would have yeah. that that would have been my thing too. Because I would have been like, are you as soon as that quote came out as the president, I would have been like, is he is he serious? Are you dead ass right now? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, oh, so, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so playing in my face. Okay. Oh, yep. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. No way! What a yeah. lie! Like that is a crazy lie. It's a, it's uh, almost admirable. Almost, almost, almost. Almost, because <laughs> he was so serious. It's almost. It's it, it's very impressive to be able to be able to lie and believe it. <laughs> I low-key I low key want to go back and watch the press conference just to see him say it. Like what? Like does he say it? Does he say it with conviction? Like, because if he looks, if he looks stern, like he believes it, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's just a delusional man. (laughs) Cool. Oh, he just don't even see it. That's his problem. Yeah, he he doesn't. He doesn't. But all right, let's move on. (laughs) Let's let's move on. Uh, Some quick hitters. Um, Ryan Day admitted that he is considering giving up play calling, and they have a plan for it, which is more than what I thought. But I'm still not going to get that excited because this doesn't mean that he's going to do it. But he is openly admitting. I've considered a lot of things. Well, okay, but okay, so never done. Right, but, <laughs> exactly, which is why I'm not getting too excited. But essentially, here's the plan. Brian Hartline is going to do the game planning and call plays during the spring. They're going to put him, because you should do this with your team anyway, especially with the new quarterback. They're going to put him in game-like scenarios, scrimmages, things like that, and let him call plays as if it was a real game. And they're, I'm guessing not just Ryan Day. I'm guessing as a staff, they're going to evaluate it, maybe get some feedback from the quarterback. And if the team is Ryan Day specifically, but the team and everyone is happy with what he's done, then there's a chance that Ryan Day lets him like passes on play calling. If he sucks at it, Ryan Day's going to keep it. Yeah. I like how the plan is to just do normal shit. <laughs> right, right. But it's but it, but it's like. Typically, Ryan Day would be the one calling plays in this situation. Uh, yeah, but so Ryan Day is not going to call plays at all in the spring to see how Brian Hartline handles it. So, okay. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll listen, be able to tell. Listen. I'll be able to tell once I see a screen on third and 15 or some shit. 
This is all I'm saying. I'm not going to get too excited. But I didn't even believe he was considering it. So this is a step in the right direction. We just because heard maybe, Kirk lie. What do you mean? <laughs> you just told right. me another coach lied. Okay. Like, <laughs> but he, okay, but at least if he lying, he's lying about improvement. <laughs> he's Fair not enough. lying. He's not lying and saying that everything is good. So you got to hear, it's a different type of lie. You right. Yeah, and hopefully he's not lying, but he very well could be. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not putting my faith in it. I'm, you're not hearing me saying, and I'm sure that some other people are saying, oh, he's giving up play calling Brian Hart. No, 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 no. Consider it. And I use that word in Ooh, particular well, don't, because. Don't, we, we'll, we'll, I don't know if it's for real, for real, when, when it's a tight game. Mm. see and that that's another that is a very good point that you brought up because mm-hmm. it's and i actually mentioned this on the one show it, they don't play a real game until the fourth game of the season so mm-hmm. it's real easy to let brian hartline call it against indiana and against whatever scrubs you're playing but when notre dame comes to town when you play wisconsin when you are whoever that team is are you gonna be like ah, all right I'm taking over. So yeah. even even if he does give over play calling, it's not the end all be all because at any moment he could be like, mm, I made a mistake. So yeah. we'll see. But at least we have some clarity uh, on what his plan is, even if he's lying, because we'll really never know until we see it and what and can like analyze who we think is calling plays based on if there's anything new or not. All right. All right. So next thing. And this is just an absolute fucking joke. I'm sorry, Dante. I feel bad for you. Um, this is not a good hire at all. Bama's some broke boys because they've had <laughs> at least four different coaches uh, say no to their offensive and defensive coordinator job. And I just never thought that was going to happen to Nick Saban. I don't know what the hell's going on. Nick Saban just hired Notre Dame uh, offensive coordinator Tommy Rees for the offensive coordinator job at Bama mid like like it's fatigue yeah definitely you could argue which some people have that oh we haven't seen him with these level of players and he's gonna have a better quarterback okay sure sure i don't know i feel like you know who is top is top talent and also do you know who had less worst talent garrett riley at TCU, who put up like 40 points a game and got the Clemson job. So you can't, t- like, if you're good at your job, you're going to be good. Yeah. Right? Right or wrong. Yeah. He's Fair not enough. good at it. Sometimes, He's just not. Sometimes situation, situations can't help. But yeah. yeah, usually if you're good, you're good. And typically getting better talent will make you better. But if you're already mid, having better talent, you're just mid with better talent. And maybe it looks slightly better because the players are better, but it's not going to put you back to where Bama has been before where they had a top five offense and, and people and they're, you know, they're developing like how many wide receivers has Bama put in the league in the last five years a that lot. were like all playing together. There's not a single one of, there's not a player with a half of that talent on the roster right now. And instead of getting someone who one can recruit that talent back and yeah. two can utilize the talent you have now, you got a mid as OC who's literally only an offensive coordinator because of a different form of nepotism as in he was the quarterback at that school. So they gave it to him. And you could argue that Brian Hartline got the offensive coordinator the same way. And I will accept that because he did, but Alabama didn't hire Brian Hartline. It's fine 
relatively, I guess, for your school that you grew up at and you play that to give you a shot. But you're Alabama. You, you, with, uh, this is a weird thing to say, but this is Alabama's expectation. You haven't won a national championship in like two or three years. If you were anyone else, it's like whatever, but you're not. So like the expectation is that you should win the national championship this year. You're, I'm, you're not doing that with Tommy Reese. I'm sorry. You're not. So broke boys. And they still don't have a defensive coordinator. And I like previously Nick Saban has this, like he's, He's, like, publicly interviewing people. Previously, Nick Saban has this job. Like, he already knows who's next. Like, all right, you're fired. And it's just like, you remember what we were talking about before? Not fired. They usually are just leaving for it. Yeah. Like, he gets some other jobs, right? But it's normally he has the next guy. And remember I told you, I was like, it start the cracks start with who they're able to hire as coaches. And they went from Steve Sarkeesian, who is mid. He's upper mid, but he's mid, to Bill O'Brien, who's ass to Tommy Reeds. That is a sick, sick three-in-a-row transition of offensive coordinator. And they have ruined Bama's offense. Yeah, I it's it's fatigue. It's probably that's probably what it is. It's just fatigue. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. It, like you, you can't say a bad thing about Bama. It, it doesn't take away what they've done. It yeah. just I think it is. it'll probably be a turnaround in an, uh, like another two years. Like people will be like, "Oh, we haven't, haven't Bama hasn't had anything," and next thing you know, we'll get a top name offensive coordinator, maybe mid defensive coordinator, and then win a national championship, and then the cycle repeats itself. It, it happened. It happens with Ohio State uh, before too, where it was like a lull, and then the coaching was looking weird, and then it just flipped around. Yeah, and that 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 that's the thing. This is normal for everyone but Bama. Bama for a long time was above this. So this doesn't. I'm, you're not hearing me say Bama's going to be trash. They're still going to win nine, ten, eleven it games just, most it just likely. Had to happen. It's just not going to be what they were. It so had, it, it was bound to happen. And it needed to happen. Yeah, for honestly. everyone else's sanity. <laughs> um, I, even theirs. Yeah, honestly. Even theirs. Um, I don't want to talk about this long because if we do, we won't hit our mark. So th- we maybe we can talk about this more in another episode. Um, Kyrie traded to the Mavs. I don't know what they're doing either Ugh. team, and that Ugh. is and that's that's my last bit, bit to say to it. I this don't is, know what either team is doing. This is the mm-hmm. one thing that I have to say, and this is, this is all I'm going to say. First of all, it's Mark Cuban, so whatever. But like, I just. Oh, he'll pay. I, can't, yeah, that's I can't believe that all of these basketball evaluators and staff people and everything like that forgot that basketball has positions. And I'm so tired of explaining this to people. Positionless basketball doesn't mean there are no positions. It is. It is. The, it's the more word about is defensive wrong. thing. Yeah, it's it's more position about flexibility. Yeah, it's your one guard can play two and potentially three, depending on how tall he is. Your two guard can play two and three. Your three can play three, four and maybe five, depending on how big he is. And the two. Right. Your five can play five and four and he can shoot. It is not that your point guard can play center or you don't. You still need you still need a primary ball handler. You still should have a shooter. You need one or two people, at least one who can get down in the post and get rebounds, preferably two. And one of those two can shoot the long two or the three. And then you need another guy who is a three and D guy or like really like really good handles and can and can get to the rim um, and can lead fast. Like you you need positions still. 
Yeah, like when they say positionless basketball, it's more about a defensive scheme than it is offensive because it's like you can switch between the one and five. You can right. Switch every position. That's what they mean by position. But and, and, and offense it wise, it doesn't make any sense. And that's no. why I'm saying this doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make and any you sense have... for the Nets because it's like, so now what are you going to do? Well, the Nets, I think the Nets are just tired of it because Kyrie's annoying as hell and he but, asked but, the trade. But, but, but KD also won it out because of how they treated Kyrie. So what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do now? This you can't is, I rebuild, just, and what you did yeah. was a rebuild thing, and you can't rebuild with KD. That no. doesn't make any sense. I, I just, I, I really wanted to stay and play with KD. You didn't want to give him the contract extension. You traded him. So what are you doing? The, and now with the Mavs, you still didn't get the actual help that was needed, which was mm-hmm. defense. And then are you gonna, uh, are you gonna give Kyrie the max, max contract extension he wants? What are you oh, doing? What are we and, and, doing? And on top of that, right? On top of that, Luca is a primary bar handler. Yeah, he is. He, I. It think... can work. It could work. It could work because it worked with LeBron James. They, they, they're, they're the uh, ball handling or the ball dominance is about the same. It's just they do it differently, but it's about the same. So it can work. It's already worked before. That so okay? It, yeah, that's a good point. That I, I'll okay. All right, that's fine. I, I will tell. You. That's right. And even that's then, fine. even even in that case, I think yeah, Luca's ball dominant, but I think that's by design because there's no one else. But the the one thing that that worked, and I could be wrong about this, but I haven't seen it. The one reason that kind of worked is because LeBron surrounds himself with shooters. So you had LeBron and Kyrie, and then they just drove and dished to people. Do they have shooters like real, like multiple, not just see? But the thing is, with that is, is like. Yeah, they do, but what helps is because Kyrie can go go get his own bucket. Dinwiddie could do that too, but it's not at the same, I guess, gravity as Kyrie. So that's the only thing. Like it takes the load off in that regard on Luca. But the problem with the Mavs is is that no one can go out the perimeter, including yeah. Luca. Your superstar is the worst perimeter defensive player I've ever seen. <laughs> second, and, I'm sorry. Second, because James Harden is the worst oh, perimeter. God, yeah, yeah. James Harden hasn't. James Harden and can't the only spell reason why, And the only reason why it's James Harden is because he doesn't even try. He could be so much better, but he doesn't try at all. Luca's yeah. just bad at it. He's just it's easy pickings, and I'm I'm I, he knows who he can get it back on too. But he's it's terrible. Kyrie can play defense from time to time. And, but I, I do. You were you were right about the the LeBron thing. But the, here is one key difference, and I'm not gonna say that there's no one on the team that does this because I haven't watched enough. I just know Luca doesn't do it. Luca doesn't move off ball like LeBron did. He does not as much anymore because he's a hundred. But like Luca's not running the floor. He's not catching the lobs. He's not backdoor cutting. Like so, even when Kyrie is handling the ball, very fair. Luke is just standing there. That was LeBron's prime when he was so he was cutting, he was running faster. So you you're literally playing essentially you're always playing four on five because Kyrie cuts a little bit, but like he's more gonna score when he breaks you down. And I still think he has one of the best handles. Yes, that and he and I think he has one of the best handles and of and NBA history, but. You're almost always playing four on five because you don't have that guy cutting and setting screens and doing this other kind of stuff. They're both essentially going to be like, oh, I don't have the ball. 
Yeah. Which is literally what James Harden does when he does yeah. nothing. Which is because why Luca just needs to have the ball because he's not doing anything when he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to. Uh, well, now your second round head six is going to look a little flashy. That's really all it is. <laughs> I, just wish, I, I just wish I basketball, like, like, be, like, be smart. Like, and again, least... with the Nets, what are you going to do? Because KD doesn't want to beat her. He's not going to no, want to beat her. Especially now. not he anymore. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Because he'll sit. He got money. He yeah. can sit a year. He can, he can do the exact same thing Kyrie did. Basically. And, <laughs> and, and, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. The NFL makes a lot of very stupid mistakes with drafting players and trades and things like that. But they almost always do it for a, a good reason. It's almost always looking at traits or potential. And that's the problem. The NFL sees too much potential in people and doesn't always see where they're at right now. And the NBA, they just see names. Like, nobody thinks about how is this actually going to fit together? Like, how are they actually? And this is why, and I know you disagreed slightly. I think you agreed that they wouldn't win, but you disagreed slightly on not working entirely. This is why I never thought Kyrie and KD would work out. And I admit, I was right about not winning a ring. Their offense was a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. And then I definitely didn't think Kyrie James Harden and KD was going to work oh, out. Oh, no, and I agree reason, with that. I knew that yeah. would never work because there was no defense. There was no so it's defense. Just, they, so, and they had no depth. So it's just and that's like, the problem with the Nets still. That's the problem with the Mavs <laughs> and the Nets. Especially with the Mavs, they had no depth before, and you just catered away two players for one. Yeah. and Bro, and then on top of that, someone if said – don't find a White Howard – Listen, and at the end, or the Warriors, at the, like, uh, just sign him. And at, and at the end of the day, bro, like the thing that I like, someone posted the, and I understand I'm not always the target audience for some of this stuff because I don't watch as much basketball as other people, but I watch enough and I listen to podcasts and I read. So I know a lot of things they did a starting five and I only knew two of the players and it was Kyrie and Luca, maybe three. Cause I can't remember if they said Jalen Brunson. I don't remember, but I definitely I didn't know, know the he's other on ones. The he's oh, on so yeah, I knew two of the three and like, who the hell are these other guys? And then someone tried to say they had a big three. Like, <laughs> who was the third? Who's the third? Who's the third in the big three? You got to have a name to have a big three. You have to have some success. It's not just three players. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Okay. Uh, really quick, because I think the Super Bowl happens before we get on here. Again, Eagles or Chiefs? I don't want to bet against it. Patrick Mahomes. I'm going. I'm going Eagles. Okay, so I'm picking the Chiefs, and Ooh. most of my free bets will be on the Chiefs. But <laughs> there are certain conversations I just don't have want to have in mixed company. But you'll understand when I say this vaguely. I'm rooting for the Eagles, and you know why. Yeah. Like, like if you're looking at the quarterbacks, it's like. Yeah. I feel is- like. You know what sucks? I think people don't like Patrick Mahomes because he's good and his wife and brother are annoying. And that's so sad. Because it's like, because I, it's like yeah. Patrick Mahomes is great. And I don't know why he gets so much flack. But I do. Because his wife and his brother are annoying. Yeah. 
Yes. And then on top and of that, he's great. Yeah. And I, annoying. I don't hate him. I actually do like him. But when when it comes to like I don't care about either of them and I'm picking on like random things, yeah. I just like Jalen Hurts better. There are things that I relate to more with him, and it would be cool to see him win a ring. It's kind of funny. They kind of have the same kind of upbringing. Both, I think, football kids, both fathers coached, stuff like that. They're, they're very similar. It's just, it's, I also, you, Patrick yeah. Mahomes is light skin. <laughs> it doesn't help. It really doesn't help. Like, it, it adds to it, he, it adds to the annoyance of. Or of of, of of some people like people the, the, I the, like skin men yeah to be annoying yeah the, so. the the worst the worst I I'm the worst thing that Patrick Mahomes singularly as a person has done that I know of is put ketchup on steak and I that's unforgivable <laughs> that's unforgivable <laughs> I, I, that alone that alone is like I got I got a side eye I'm like I I'm like, he's, not he's mad cool. at it because I really don't understand I don't understand that like, why like, would you yeah. catch up on the steak this yeah, is fine yeah. like what are we doing yeah like he he's cool I don't got no issues with him ketchup he, is bottom uh, I really like like real yeah real. I think Ooh. he owns he did it he brought a lot of light to the Negro leagues in baseball um and some of that stuff he he like owns Owns a team out there, like he does a lot in his city. Oh yeah, that's true. He's a yeah. he's a great he's a great dude. I have no beef with him, but when it, when you put the two together, I'm picking Jalen. I, I I would prefer for Jalen Hurts to win. It's it's but, truly I, I it's his wife and his brother, bro. It's and they're crazy. the worst. They're yeah. absolutely the worst. Yeah. And Just it's like <laughs> it's like that shouldn't be an for him to stick him. by them. It yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't. <laughs> but, but no. yeah, I, it does not help. It does not help. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, all right, so we're oh my god, we're already at forty four minutes. Okay, we so we're, we're these teams. These teams are kind of so yeah. Maryland yeah. and West, we good, we good, we good. Yeah, all right. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back after uh, the ads. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Langer at Holy Land, the I-70 Football Show, where we are on a race against the clock. Let's see if we can finish in uh, fifteen minutes. So. I think we, we, we spent so much time on Iowa because with the audacity yeah. of their coach. That was the only reason why. <laughs> We're it probably like, would have. It probably would have been like easier if he did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so we're probably going to spend like three minutes on Wisconsin because none of this is relevant anymore no. because they fired their coach finally. Thank everything. Yeah, they yes. fired the coach in the middle of the season too. Well, early, Perfect. early in the season. Beautiful. Yeah. And listen, as much hate as I had towards him, dislike whatever. I'm happy that he got his full buyout because they were dumb enough to put it in the contract, so you might as well give him the money. I'm not hating on his wallet. I'm hating on his coaching ability. I'm hating so. on his wallet. <laughs> okay. <that's fair. laughs> All right. So I'm a hater. <laughs> Nebraska finished uh sorry, Wisconsin finished seven and six, four and five. Uh they fired yeah, it's okay. Like, yeah, it was better than what we really expected because they, and, and they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't have done that with uh, Scott Frost. They fired Scott Frost after a couple of games into the season. Um, their and their interim coach um, kind of fixed it a little bit, and and honestly, put them, because the West was so weird, put them close to contention of winning. I think the West. I think they ended up like the second to last week, so they didn't go into the final week with the chance to yeah, win. It was the second, but to last up week. to the second to last week, there was a chance they just needed one or two things to go their way. Um, but the ultimately, they, they lost that game. Yeah, that's why they were out of it. But ultimately, um, 
They did not do enough. Uh, like, there's really just not a whole lot to talk about with them until we get into previews, because then there's a, a, a crap ton of stuff to talk about with them. Yeah. But as far as last year, it's kind of just a wash. They fired their coach. They stuck with a quarterback who wasn't good, who still would be the best quarterback in Iowa history almost. Oh, um, by, by far, <laughs> by far. At least recent Medicine. history. I'm not going to pretend I know what Iowa was doing in the early 2000s and in the, and in the like, 1970s and stuff. But, like, recently in history the last like 15 to 17 two, years yeah mercs could have had <clears throat> the same amount of yards and 10 touchdowns and it would have been so much better yeah honestly. they would have won the, uh they, they would have been in the big team championship again it would have been a rematch again easily easily yeah. um okay so it, it's ultimately just a wash grand merch is no longer there because he just should old as hell right? um <laughs> no he, yeah 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 uh, I swear he old as hell. He's not. It just feels like it because he started as a freshman. Mm. So he started for three years, but yeah, he started he as a freshman. Oh, so I was about to say he should. He He's old enough to be gone. Yes, yes, yes. But you got to think when you're saying old as hell, there are people who are on their sixth year. Yeah, you're not wrong. So you're it's like. Wrong. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Graham Mertz finished last year with uh, 2,136 yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a 57% completion percentage. That's not good. It's better. It's, it's the completion it's, percentage that yeah. I don't like. 19 touchdowns. Not bad. If it was like seven interceptions. Real good. But it, like if it was like seven and interceptions bo- and sixty yeah. percent completion percentage, that would be a pretty decent season. Yeah, it's, that's probably that's probably the the difference between. Seven and six and eight and five. Yeah, right there. I, or even nine and uh, um, nine and, nine four. and four. Yeah, true, very true. So, um, Braylon Allen, who had a weird year, like the numbers sound good, but when you watch them, it was very, very up and down. He just kind of figured it out eventually because he's a good running back. But this also shows how easy it should be to get to a thousand yards because he had multiple bad games where it's just like, is this even the same guy? He still ran for twelve hundred yards. Yeah, Ohio State had two running backs run for eight or nine hundred yards, and they both missed games and were injured. Like you play so many games and, and they run the ball good. so they much, did, and it didn't look good at the end of the season. So yeah, going back to it. Iowa to not have a running back sniff. Oh my god, that's so bad. Not even eight hundred <laughs> yards, man. <laughs> so okay, so uh, Braylon Allen, one thousand two hundred forty-two yards, eleven touchdowns, five point four yards per carry. This was a this was a decent season for him. Which means, like, if he has a good season, if he has what he's capable of, expect a Chase Brown, expect a um, like uh, like that type of season. I, I mean, I like that's I'm what he was showing his freshman was, year. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It could be the sophomore slump. You could you could have a point there, but I I think I think he's thirteen hundred yards. Double digit touchdown guy, and that's that's about the the top. I think. Hmm. I was gonna say fifteen. That's still two hundred fifty to three hundred less than Mo Ibrahim, Chase Brown, and uh, Blake Corum. But mm-hmm. I don't think uh, he's gonna be one of those guys, though. Yeah, I, I, I'd say fifteen. He could get to fifteen because if he plays better in some of these games, and then like he does it, if he does well, he ran good against Ohio State because he had like an eighty-yard touchdown at the end, but he was trash for most of that game. He was stat padding. He was running back stack padding. Mm-hmm. Um, DK, I'm guessing is how you say his name. No idea who that guy is. Is a leading wide receiver, six hundred eighty-nine yards, six touchdowns, um, ninety-six Same. touchdowns. Don't even know his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like again, the Iowa dude won. Like, what is yeah. It? 
who are we talking about? Crazy. Ninety uh, first in offense. That's not acceptable. And part of that came under an offensive guy who played quarterback. He was supposed to be heralded for his offense. He he just didn't have it. Um, and then you brought in the defensive guy who couldn't fix the offense, which eh, not really his fault. Defense was solid though. They finished eleventh yeah. in total defense. They finished eighteenth in stop rate. That's that's solid. That is enough that if your offense is in the 40s, you could win the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Well, the Big Ten West. No, you could. In their best years, they couldn't beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. I'm not giving that to them until they do it. It depends on who they play because I think they could have beat Michigan. Michigan could have slipped up and lost that game. I could see that, especially because they almost and probably should have lost to Illinois. And that would have, have been a – it was a two-point game. We it watched was. the game. It was. It, Illinois yeah. was a couple of stupid plays away from winning that. Yeah. Like, Michigan didn't dominate that. Like, um, they you have anything else on Wisconsin? Like no, it was going to – they had a decent – they had a pretty good season, really, in the, to be in the hunt after firing their coach, and it looked like it was the end to be yeah. in the hunt. It, it, pretty good. Pretty, it's a lot to uh, to build on. And and at least in positive, they fired the coach. They hired a new one. They they're changing their offense. Good one too. Yeah, they're changing their offense, and they're tra- who knows if it's going to work. But they're trying to they're move going. into where the new Big Ten is going. Yeah, and it, again, changing going going towards changing the offense is 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 the right step in the direction. Because that was I think that was the biggest problem with Wisconsin. Was like they were good. It was just like something about it was missing, and I think it's just a flashier offense. Yeah. Uh, really quick before we move on to our last one. When's the last time you saw a carry get called? Um, So it depends on the player. I, the last time I saw a carry get called, it was Jordan Poole. And that happened. It's happened to him a few times. It's happened to Warriors players the most this season. Before then, never. So, <laughs> yeah. This... Before, if you're talking about before this season, never. Okay. The last right. the last time I saw Carrie get called, <laughs> Allen Iverson didn't have braids, bro. That's that. <laughs> they did not. I'm watching this college basketball game, and dude carried so crazy. It's like oh, they that's might not call a, it there. But he didn't call it. A lot. That's why oh, I asked. Oh, is, yeah, like no, that's not a hezzy. That's a carry, no, my boy. No, he, no, a hezzy. <laughs> you can hezzy without put palm in the ball. Like you're not supposed to go under it. It's just yeah, carry. But a just, lot of players do. John Morant might be the worst player I've ever seen yeah. when it comes to that. When yeah. it comes to that, because it's, it's, it's his hezzy is a stop. Take the ball like this, <laughs> turn it again, and then go there and dribble. And I'm like, oh, bro, that's it's so it's a it's a it's such a bad carry to travel. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Never gets called. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Never gets called. But if, if, you, if James if, Harden if you, does it, so right? oh, James Harden carries all the time. <laughs> Kevin Durant. LeBron James. LeBron James' favorite move is a carry. Like, it's, is it is it a carry when you're shooting though? Because it's in the shooting it's tra- motion. Well, it's a travel because he mo- he he uh he moves because he moves his pivot foot because he he steps out and then and then in uh gets into shoot motion, which moves both of his feet, which is a travel. Once they don't call that your, either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. I don't think he <laughs> always travels, but he does travel a decent he, amount. Like I'm picture. I didn't think it was a carry because he's is going in the shooting motion, but he yeah. does move them feet. 
He moves uh, his feet to get into a shooting motion, which is a travel. It's not a. Tra- it's not a travel if you're shooting the ball, or if you're just in the NBA. But if you move your, like if you, you, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> if you move your pivot, because like, who who gets in the um. No, I said this before. No one has footwork anymore. The mm. last player I've ever seen that had footwork was Carmelo Anthony. Yes. Because I would I would say Kobe, but Carmelo had footwork. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Wade had foot. No one has yeah. footwork anymore. Mm. No, not at dribble, all. Dribble, but they, that's that's it. They can get traveling. They can get downhill. The that's it. Mm-hmm. They don't even they don't even pump fake right. Like they just no don't even fakes. know how to niggas don't even know how to do the uh triple threat correctly. Like oh my, yeah. foot is moving all the time. <laughs> like, why and don't then, we call this travel? They also they all speaking of the triple threat, they also move their pivot foot before they put the ball on the ground. So my they travel God. a lot when they when they start their drive. <laughs> all right, and, then, and that's the worst because they'll start it with a dra- with a travel and then carry. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, uh, let's get into Maryland. Maryland, they had a good year, and it would have mm-hmm. been and honestly, it would have been better if um, Tolua didn't miss a couple of games. They won eight games, and their quarterback yeah, missed threw, two or threw three for games. almost four thousand yards. If you didn't miss yeah. a few games. Uh, I know for a fact he missed two. I think it was two and a half because I think yeah. he got injured he, in the game, he got injured and then he missed game. two games, and then yeah, it so, might be three because I think he got injured in a game twice. Did he? I think so. It was two or three so, season, but I can't fully remember. So he's missed two or three games. Still yeah. threw for three thousand eight yards, eighteen touchdowns, eight interceptions, sixty-seven. Uh, percent completion percentage and people be surprised when i say he's the second best quarterback in the big 10 he is only 18 touchdowns is kind of weird his wide his wide receivers just gave up on him he has two five-star wide receivers on that team and you wouldn't know it if you watch him I wouldn't know about looking at these numbers either. Yeah, so I, I don't know what's going on with he that. Must be just, he, he's either spreading everything around like everybody's getting a touch or I don't know. Yeah, especially because, like, they score a decent amount too. Like, mm-hmm. they also could be – I I, wanna, I need to look to see how many rushing touchdowns they have as a team. I only put their one – they may Maryland's, run the ball. Maryland's running back has double the amount of touchdowns. As I have. Yeah. And he's a freshman. True. I mean, same thing with Allen. On for Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like I'm just, this is ridiculous. I, and so. everybody can see it. <laughs> Quoting Demarcus Cousins, it's, it's getting <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, I mean, like, this, listen, I have nothing negative to say about Maryland this year. At the end of the day, um, because they reached bowl eligibility. Without True. like without being in the final game, so last year they were fi- they were it five took, and six, took, and they needed to beat yeah. Rutgers, and they did. They blew them out. This year they were at bowl eligibility with like two or three games left, and again it would have been earlier than that if Tulua didn't get injured. Yeah, and I think they had injuries on defense too. Yeah, so uh, Tulua doesn't have a lot of passing touchdowns because they run the ball a lot. And the red zone. Yeah, Henby uh, has ten. Yep, Henby has, has ten. Uh, he has four, and the backup running back has six. So that's oh, twenty wow. touchdowns. And then there's a couple other people. So in total, they have twenty three rushing touchdowns. They have more rushing oh, touchdowns wow. than they do passing. Yeah. They, so they, they do a lot of scheming in that way. Everybody yeah, they can have. The ball. They have twenty three rushing have a lot touchdowns. Of players that can play yep. receiver. 
Yeah, they have 23 rushing touchdowns and and 21 passing touchdowns. The backup has three in the games that he played. So they, they run the ball. Oh, they're, they're pretty even with running and passing. But Tolua accounted for 22 touchdowns because he has four um, right. rushing touchdowns. So pretty solid. Um, Ronald, uh, Roman, I believe his name, Hemby, 989 yards, 10 touchdowns, 5.3 yards per carry. Easily would have been over 1,000 yards. Mad about those last 11. Yeah, and it's literally because, as we talked about throughout the season, they just stopped giving him the ball. Like he would like he would have a game where he runs oh, like yeah, 150, yo, and then yeah. the next game would give him like six carries. And it's like, bro, it what the hell? Did y'all not just see that. him? Yeah. Did y'all not just see yeah. what he did? He was looking great, and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah. So he should have had he if they would have done what they were supposed to do, he probably would have easily had like uh, eleven, twelve hundred. Yeah, LeBron James um, tweeted, maybe it's me because they didn't get Kyrie. That's it. Kind of is. That, is. That is <laughs> like, it's funny as hell, but I mean, at least you're a little bit of self-aware. Maybe he's not. He, he might, he's not that funny. <laughs> yeah, you can't be that talented and rich and also be funny. Like you gotta yeah, have he's, a flaw. He's <laughs> you gotta, not that self-aware. You gotta have he's a flaw. But but he's also that he talented can, and rich. Who's gonna tell him he's not? Yeah, because he can't act worth a lick. So I yeah, he's not. But that again, funny. who's gonna tell him he's not? <laughs> Neither can the Rock. But are you telling him that? I would. <laughs> Literally. Okay. So speaking of him not getting to that thousand yards, he had a game where he had 16 carries for 151 yards. The next game they gave him nine carries. Oh, man. he had, he had a game where he had 24 for 179. The next game he had 17 for 107. The two games after that, he had seven and nine carries. Yeah, they weren't. So they 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 ruined him. They 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 messed him up. He definitely should have. He definitely should have hit the thousand yard mark. Um, wide receiver. Uh oh no, my computer's freezing. So it won't let me back to the thing. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, Jones. He had five hundred fifty-seven yards, four touchdowns, twelve point seven yards per carry. They were fifty-fifth in offense. That's okay. I think with Maryland, you want to be in the 40s. Better. Yeah, they were better last year. Yeah, with Maryland, you want to be in the 40s. They were 43rd in total defense. That's probably where they're going to be. If they could get yeah. both of them in the top 45, I think that's pretty solid for them. Um, and then they were 50th in stop rate. That's fine. That's fine. Do you Again, you probably want to be close to the top 45. Even if you could get to 43, which is what your total defense was, you'd be happy. But that's fine. Maryland's defense was better than people thought. They they played really well against uh, Michigan. They played for like a half, like three quarters. They played well against Ohio State for a half. They yep. definitely improved. And here's the thing. Like, Mike Sloxley, I definitely have some problems with him. But he is improving the team, so he's far away from on the list of getting fired because he did the thing that I wanted him to do and said that they should do. This year, Maryland should get the bowl eligibility before the last game of the season, and they did it. He won eight games, and his quarterback missed two or three. What yep. I, like You can't ask for more, except you know giving your good running back the ball consistently. But I think they fired their offensive coordinator, so. Because it seems like it was like Tua was out, so they ran the ball, and then went to uh, and he came back. They're like, oh, yeah, basically. Um, all right, so at one hundred and one, that's pretty solid. Um, any yeah. final thoughts? Nah, Iowa. It, sorry. Yeah, 
I, I feel bad for their fans. Um, but yeah, no better anytime soon. This was a this was a weird tier because you had Iowa who just like defended their way into eight wins and it was just absolutely disgusting showing. You had Wisconsin <laughs> who started out really bad, fired their coach, and then rallied at the end to get the seven and six. And then you had Maryland who started hot, lost their quarterback, but still ended up uh, salvaging the season um, and won eight games. And it's like. Eight wins is a very is a positive for Maryland. Seven is a positive for Wisconsin in this year because of how the season started. And then yeah. eight for Iowa is ill. Like that is such it's a confusing ridiculous. ass tier. It's <laughs> for them all for them all to be eight, seven, and five uh eight, seven and eight wins. Um and uh so whatever. We're gonna get out of here. Listen, I wanna thank you all for listening as always. If y'all listen to next week's podcast, I want you to listen. I want to get paid for it, but uh, I don't know what this says about you. I don't know what it says about me and Dante for speaking on this podcast. I, I think, like, yeah. we really should just not do it at all. Um, so we appreciate you listening. If you're going to, like, waste an hour of your day next week listening to that, uh, have mercy on your soul. Um, <laughs> we'll try to make it as interesting as possible. Um, but as always, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week.